0: Are you well, Pory? I'm not too bad. I'm a year older and wiser since our last conversation. Oh my goodness! I forgot to send you a happy birthday message. Now I feel
1: terrible. Um, you sat well to me awkward. on Saturday too, and I've never even said it. I uh, know this is this is a very awkward way to start the podcast. Um, <laughs> any other news?
0: <laughs>
1: uh, don't worry, I don't hold it against you. I'll put it down to your own years. Uh, you know, that's at some point in time you just have to get over the fact that you've survived another year and it's just something you're going to keep doing?
0: Nah. no, nah, I like my birthday. I generally have a good birthday but I pull no punches here. I was probably my least enjoyable birthday of all time. <laughs> just because I didn't message you? <laughs> nah, that is just a, a, a late slap in the face. Uh, Helen was on our last day of our course up in Belfast. Departed the house at 7am and back at 6pm. And I had... The, the three children just all day to myself, and they were trying their best till just ruin my birthday. <laughs> trying, your,
1: trying their best to put you fully into a mental breakdown on your birthday. What uh, age are you now? PG, 36? 36. 36, huh? sign Good man. Because I, I, I try and keep track of everybody else's age because I lose track of my own. So I can sort of gauge where I'm at, where, where everybody else So. Well, happy birthday, belated anyway. My um, apologies that it's up my mind. Um, that's a terrible friend thing to do, but uh, yeah. I yeah.
0: expect a, a, the present on our next... Our ne- oh, no, you can just buy me lunch next day, right?
1: That's all right. No, that's we'll a, a That's back, a back to the birthday. Brilliant. It'll probably be your next birthday before we get that in. <laughs> <laughs> no, not if there's a free feed in it. Hey, I'll organize this Oh, no, when do you see I that, <laughs> Come here. Um... I've just about well. I'm not over my dose, but I'm a lot clearer than I was. I'm still a wee bit husky, but a lot better than I was. I took a weekend pretty much and did nothing. You ducked so my out life. of your your uh, your big boxing launch night as well. I I did. Was, I, um, I couldn't have went. I was in bad shape, um, and I didn't want to be showing any weakness to my <laughs>
0: prospective opponent. For context, um, anyone listening here now signed up to do a white collar fight, and it was the launch night of that on Saturday where all the fighters were supposed to come and say their piece and just draw a line in the sand for whoever was brave enough to step over it. And he just ducked out. (laughs) Um, Not dissimilar to the last Reignite Challenge Day. Big chat, didn't show. Jesus, I'm getting
1: slaughtered here. Maybe maybe I deserve this. Maybe I don't know. Maybe this is what I need to (laughs) give me the eye of the tiger to
0: train like a beast. Was my opponent there? Do you know who my opponent is? I don't know who your opponent was or is going to be. I think these will all be assessed after a couple of spars with each other, but uh, there's a few handy-looking boys in the lineup. Well, I, uh, Dari,
1: who's organizing, put in a few pictures into the WhatsApp group, and I'll take any
0: man and any of them pictures, maybe two of them. Um, <laughs> slap the head of the whole lot of them. Uh, there's one young boy, hey, and he... Did the uh, his name was called up and he was he did the big Billy walk up the aisle <laughs> and <laughs> grabbed the microphone off Tony Tony Donnelly was MC grabbed it off him and he goes I like any man any time if you want to go now I'm ready, I'm ready. <laughs> you know what like I was con-
1: I was considering doing that and just being a real like and acting up but the fact of the matter is nobody knows me so it's not going to work as well as if everybody knew you like if uh, it, it'll work for some of them boys that that everybody knows them it'll be good crack but. Um, I think I'll keep my head down and just try not oh, to fight. No hang way! It.
0: Hey, I'm I'm Don King in this thing out. You're Hollywood Hogan, like you're going, you're <laughs> going, N-W-O. Oh, Brilliant, brilliant,
1: brilliant, brilliant. I, I want a I want a stipulation of my contract that my opponent can be no more than ten years younger than me. That's what I want ten and years I'm... younger, ten
0: pound lighter, and no, ten, I... ten inches taller. Yeah, ten slaps out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Not nah, it is good. It is good. It was a saving grace of the birthday, tell you the truth, getting up and shouting and seeing seeing the crack. Didn't even have a paint so no. You know it what? It
1: looked like good it looked like a good night. And as you were saying, the reason this whole thing came about, um, they're a great thing for any club to be doing and I I don't know I never seemed to get involved in any of the stuff that Greencastle ran, but we didn't I never thought like we ran a lot. I was always always probably focused on the football, obviously, but it didn't seem like we were ever running a wild pile. Um and I do see other clubs doing a lot of stuff and hopefully Greencastle gets something going and um you I would join in and give back a little. I would love to do something, aye, anything at all. Um if you're listening, give me a shout, I'll do whatever you want to gain money for the club and keep you all going. Keep keep us all in feeds it. after training. Now, after
0: last week I had a couple of a couple of people chatting to me and Mastin about your general demeanour. <laughs> Am I getting scolded here? No, no, it is uh, in in a, in the best way possible. People were enjoying your your full blown grumpy man, just everything shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> so I thought a good topic this week, which plays into it quite well, would be that of nostalgia. That's the, a good the topic. whole idea of nostalgia. Have you? You're also. You prep yourself well. Did you Google it? Did you get a dictionary definition of nostalgia this, this week? I actually did. I I went and Google it because I, li- <laughs> I like to be
1: uh, I like to be specific in what we're talking about. And you know what? When you've never looked up a word, it's interesting to see what the dictionary definition is. Well, but nostalgia is a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for return to or of some past period or irrecoverable
0: condition. Something that evokes nostalgia. So, what was the first thing that popped into your head then when I said, "So sure, we'll, we'll discuss nostalgia"?
1: Um, I knew what you were at. I knew you were trying to get me. Well, you told me you as such. You told me that you were you're enjoying this. Is that playing in that there? No. I clicked on something in a video. No, um, you're enjoying my full-blooded ascension into grumpy old man status. And immediately I dug my heels in and thought, no, I don't want to be a grumpy old man. It's just sometimes whenever I have a beam about it about something, I get off uh, on ranting about it. But I don't want to be a grumpy old man. Like I don't want to be a grumpy her. But I will no doubt slip into the at times. Um, nostalgia for me is a personal thing. It's it's always looking back at times when you were you felt very happy and you felt contented and you felt. For me, whenever I look at the, the common thread that runs through my nostalgic moment, it was carefree. Carefree, responsibility-less. And it, it was just slow and easy. And it just seemed to be never-ending summers and lounging and all sorts of good things like that there. So it's a never... I love nostalgia. Like, I'm a big fan. And people say you can spend too much time. I, of course you can, but like, you, you can never live always in the present moment as much as you try and you can't see into the future you can plan surely um but the majority of what's happened to you is in the past and so looking back on it with fondness if it is good it's always a fun pastime. in my in my eyes like and I, I like waxing
0: lyrical about the old days and the good old days and of well, course talk, you have rose to talk before about how friendships are it's like a connective tissue and a lot of friendships rolling back the years chatting about you remember that time we went out and your man was legless or do you remember that time we did this and did that it's a it is it's good it's a it's nice to be able to bring back some old stories and and chat about some silly stupid things and it's i know boys that'll tell the same story every night they're out and they might only get out a couple of times a year and it's the same one and it's still hilarious it's just it's it, maybe it gets funnier every year as well because it grows legs and, and you know we may have done one thing, but by year five it'll be it'll be at seventeen men and twenty three <laughs> women. Aye, the the level of exaggeration matures each year. I like I love it. I
1: I, I frequently get reminded of a, uh an incident in, in secondary school. Where I got the head clipped off me. Uh, every time I go out, to a certain couple of mates. It seems to be the first thing they want to remind me of. And I just it started, with no, it annoyed me because I did get a good clip <laughs> that time. And eventually I was just like, you know what? This is just a funny story of when I got my ass kicked. And it's just one of those things we bond over. And it just happens to be that you were the one that got your ass kicked. And we bond over that, which is, that's all right now. <laughs> we can take that.
0: There is a darker edge tell nostalgia though, because as it was sort of, Playing with the idea of what to chat about <gasps> on the topic it started becoming more apparent that if you're always longing for the past that you're going to be you're going to increase the likelihood of being unhappy in the present and that's yeah. then I thought about that and I played it out and the people who maybe spend the most time eulogizing about days gone by are the ones that are maybe struggling to accept the position that they're in now. So it's it's good, but it can also be maybe um, a wee bit of a red flag for sort of a a status check. Where are you at now that you're spending so much time in the past that you're not quite contented with yourself to be present? I
1: do agree up until a point. uh, And I think you're right. There's definitely people who are, longing wistfully to go back to a day where they're not currently at. So they're they're maybe unhappy with the position or situation that they're in now and they're longing to go back to a, a time when they were happier. Although I will say as well, how many people do you know that are 100% present and grateful for where they're at currently at all times in life? As much as I try, and it's something I try actively to do, is be grateful and be present. I can't manage it all the time. I think, no, there's times I don't all...
0: think anybody can. I, I can I've said numerous times my ability to, the gratitude and all that there's not where it could be or maybe it should be even. And it's, uh I think you can't really appreciate where you are until you have the opportunity of hindsight to look back and, and say, fuck, I actually was doing all right there or I did look well. How many times have has the, say a client comes in and they're doing great and they don't see that they're doing great and then they'll maybe put a bit of weight on because of have plateaued, and they'll look back at a picture and say, Fuck, "I actually was in wild shape then." Or you know, when you're in the bottle, oh, I've said this and I say it again all the time now because it's it's hard, and it's a self awareness thing. But when you're in the middle of it, you don't appreciate what's truly happening. To you. And I think that's where the rose tinted glasses of nostalgia can really hit you too. Because do you ever do you ever watch the Wonder Years? Oh, I. Like the Wonder Years is essentially nostalgia in pop culture form. I'd love i love your version of the Wonder Years. You <laughs> tipping about Greencastle up and down the hill in and out of the dean, <laughs> getting ahead, baby, and you narrating it now. That fucker hit me from behind. You seen it. You seen it. <laughs> Where were you turning the key on to pull that boy off me?
1: <laughs> no, I agree with you, like um the the word that popped up for me a lot was hindsight if you if you had hindsight in live time in in real time then you would never make a wrong choice you would never make a you would never make a, a a misstep essentially you could look at all of your current situations with the same air of satisfaction that you look at the nostalgic situations you could always be in two places at the one time you could be here and you could be looking back on it if you had that hindsight in real time we, we don't have that and and we often we have loads of sayings about hindsight hindsight being 2020 20 and the benefit of hindsight and sure it not hindsight, it's a great to have it like but you don't get it until after the fact And like nostalgia just sometimes when you talk about nostalgia or you say the word nostalgia people think 10, 20 years ago or, or five years ago or whatever it is you can have nostalgia for last week you can have nostalgia for yesterday you can you can look at something that happened yesterday and think that was a really good day so is that still a bad it's like everything that we talk about it's nuanced and it's it's very much case by case if you're looking back in on your your glory days of high school football and heading out every weekend and and that's the pinnacle of your life and you believe that that's as good as it's ever going to get and it's never getting better then you might be in trouble and you might need to look at where you're at now and, and look at what makes what currently makes you happy and what does it for you and how can you bring that feeling of whatever the nostalgia has given you? How can you bring that back into play? But if you're just dipping back in and with friends reminiscing and, and even looking back on times like whenever I was thinking nostalgia, I think thinking I realized a lot of my nostalgia was in, associated with time with my grandparents and around my grandparents' house. And I love invoking those thoughts again. I love reliving those scenes and those moments and interactions. They're never coming back, I know that. Like, that's never happening again. But it's beautiful to have those memories and that nostalgia to touch back on. And I only, I feel like I only ever use nostalgia for good and to touch back. There's times where I look back and you be like, aye, that was... a that was a great time and I wish I could, I probably wish, like like take football for example. I wish I could have that same feeling. I wish I could be in that group playing to the standard I want to play and have that. And that's nostalgia where it feels, it hurts again when you think about it. But I still value the moments that I had in it. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, it's it.
0: definitely, it's um, something that you can, it can be nice and it can give you that warm and fuzzy feeling or else it can be, Like another reason why it was probably in my head was (laughs) because I was looking back. You know the way Facebook pops up? Well, you don't because you're not on Facebook because you've been banned from Zuckerberg. He's your (laughs) art enemy. But um, it'll pop stuff up that happened a year ago or five years ago or whatever. And I had a memory pop up of my 30th. We rented a house out in Belfast. It was the same weekend. Conor McGregor won, uh, I think it it was one of the titles. It wasn't the one he beat Aldo in. It was one of the other ones. Any Alvarez? Uh, yeah. It might have been Alvarez. We, so we went out and partied around Belfast, came back to this unreal Airbnb. It was ridiculous. that like, was maybe eight or ten of us in and stayed up for the McGregor fight and just class. And, I, <laughs> and then I had that literal shit show, like cleaning horses from 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and separating fights. <laughs> Like the the closest I was getting to the McGregor fight was Luca trying to do a fucking dive and headbutt off the sofa on the Caleb on the floor. It was, <laughs> it was that, and that's where I was. You know, there was that air of nostalgia, and that's probably in the unhealthy sense. I was looking back and thinking, ah, oh, that was good. Like there were good times. Right. What is this? Have <laughs> I yep. got to this point? How has my life accumulated that this is my fucking birthday? <laughs> And that's
1: hard. That is hard. And that's I, without, with without veering off into a completely different topic. That's part of parenting that people don't talk about of the times where you don't feel like it's brilliant and you don't feel like it's the most amazing thing in the world that everybody talks about because it's both those things. It's, it's amazing and it's, it's one of the most privileged things you can do and, and, and you feel amazing sometimes. And then there's times where you'd be like, what? The actual fuck is wrong with these little humans. Um, <laughs> why are they so mental, and why am I not being able to cope with it? Um, I it's it's the it's the gloriously imperfect fuck up that is life. Like it's it's all
0: good and it's all bad and it's all mixed it, mixed up mixed it, mixed up mixed together. Um, another thing then that came to mind was how nostalgia is leveraged as a, a marketing tool and an advertising tool and how it's yeah. how it can heavily influence your state of mind and i was like throwback thursday you know that's a, that was a massive trend that got instagram off the ground people were putting up old pictures when they were while looking but it was like look look at the style yeah. of the time you know the look 10 at, year challenge that was another one wasn't it yeah all that stuff it's just your you're recycling old highlights and it's, it makes you feel good and it makes you want to participate and, engage. and it, there's this, There was a study, have you ever heard of the Dictators game? No. Well, it was a, I think, I could be wrong, but I think it was Coca-Cola that did this. So the pot said 20 people in a room and asked 10 of them to write down their favorite memory of, the of it was Christmas based, their favorite Christmas memory. And they asked the other 10 to just write down uh something that happened to them in the summertime or a plan for next summer or summer. <clears throat> and then they separated each group of 10 into two fives five were the dictators and five were the like civilians and the dictators had to give money to the civilians and i think it was all of the people who had indulged in writing about their favorite memory from christmas give like two to three times more money to the civilians than the people who wrote a blanket generic statement of what they're going to do next summer. And it's just, it's that's, whenever you're in that state of mind where you're just feeling good, like we talked about, it gives you that warm, fuzzy feeling, your pockets are opened. And then that's why Coca-Cola's exploiting that, and all big, like that's why it's all, everything's nostalgia. Whenever they can get a few pounds off you. Absolutely, like that's why the big Coca Cola truck holidays are coming. Holidays are coming. that one. Yeah, <laughs> that, that you one. know,
1: you know that that's hitting the heartstrings, and you know that ultimately yeah. it's it's in the purse strings. Um, I the way that advertising works and the way that people make you feel things in order to buy things, it's a crazy, crazy world. And nostalgia is just another one of those tricks that they they pull out of the bag. Um. But I like I don't know. I, sometimes again, it's like last week when we were talking about fads. Like fad to me, ultimately, is a is a it has a negative connotations. Trend doesn't have as not as much as a of a negative connotation. To me, nostalgia. I feel like it gets used sometimes negatively, but to me, it, it personally it is only positive. Like I asked a few people in the gym this morning, like, like, because I, I, you, you came up with this topic, so I didn't know what angle we we're coming at it from. And I was like, "Well, what, what? When you think of nostalgia, what do you think of?" And
0: everything that came back to me was all good. It was all. Well, that's, but here, that that is it. It's it's something. It, it was it, warm and fuzzy. It is all warm and fuzzy until you just get over. You get consumed yeah. by it. That's the and nostalgia. That's, I, that's, you said your piece at the start. Is looking back with you know, whatever it was, but it was with a positive view on it. <clears throat> it's just how how friggin' intelligent the big businesses are to leverage every single angle that they can. Oh, that oh you look good back a couple of years ago. So like bring that back and then we'll we'll make you buy this when you're at it. Yeah. And they, even in
1: our in our industry, the the warden that's used in advertising around fitness uh about going back to what you were or, or like claiming back something that you've lost and and, and lo- like even though what the psychology even like when gareth fox talked about loss weight loss like i find some of the some of the advertising practices in the fitness industry really sort of annoy me sometimes because you can see a mile away that they're here praying he is. on people. The... It's the old grumpy
0: eh. man. Come on back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going late here, but uh, this is dad light. <laughs> so you can see how they're praying on the emotions and the vulnerabilities of some people if they're not happy with their with their physicality or the, what they see in the mirror, and you can see it, but they can't see it
0: because their desperation is at the front. Well, a massive one in that realm is mummies get your hmm. body back pre-mummy body and you know it's sort of almost shaming women for having children Like it's a big old I'm undertaking not, that's, <laughs> that's, that's fucking that's shameful in itself that
1: that you think that you can that you think that someone wants that body back after they've had a baby they, their body has just done something miraculous and created a life and, 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 and birthed a life and you want to try and tell them that they need to go back to something they were before? It's ridiculous. I agree. Um, and there is not a, you. No, I know not you saying that. There's obviously. a lot
0: of uh, immoral people. Like just I. All I want to see is bring back your flair bootcut jeans. Like that's the nostalgia that I'm. I'm about. You know, and thinking. <laughs> I was asking one of the gays this morning about it as well, and they were saying, you know, I just think of the nineties, nineties music, and the style of nineties and denim jeans and everything, and then one of the girls listens to the podcast and she... She... <laughs> she pictured you on the Cotton Eye Joe waves, you know? <laughs> the, and oh, It's Christ. funny, like, because if you... For... For people listening, trying to paint a picture, like, visually, you probably weren't a million miles away from that style, but in the earphones, you were fucking rapping, rapping them in
1: Oh, I was angry young man in a, in a henleys t shirt and bootcut jeans and brown boots. Um I was talking about it this morning with some of them and I, I, I like the, the thing that popped out for me and when I thought of nostalgia was standing in the extravision picking out a video and the excitement that you felt and the feeling like the event. It was an event to be standing in extravision picking out a video and getting a wee bag of minstrels and a wee thing of popcorn and a and a bottle of coke and going home, and knowing that even if the film was shit after 20 minutes, you were watching the full movie, <laughs> and you weren't going to flick over to the next movie on Netflix, and you weren't going to you, like, your, your Netflix choosing was standing in Extra Vision, and maybe trying to get the last
0: copy of something before it before it, it went out. That's, I know, yeah. and that was, it is class, and it's a pity, like, those things don't exist anymore, the instant gratification and all that, it's just not, there's no the journey's been robbed of, of anybody, you know, Probably under 25. Never really got experience in that.
1: Like, I work, Scott, that works with me here up in Cookstein, he was born in 2001. I have albums in my car that were from 2001. Dr. Dre's being one of the standout ones, which was called 2001. It it baffles me that some of the references I make to him and, and some of the things I talk to him, he has no idea of their existence. Um, an extra vision, Stan, an extra vision is probably one of them. Like he made he have went to extra vision for games like pick up cheap games. Probably not even Uh, though. Probably. I don't know. I, I don't know, but it's always, I, to me, whenever I look back and nostalgia kicks in, things slow down for me. And I feel like that was a better time when it was slower. I'm not saying that now is a bad time. I'm just saying that if I wanted to be as good as it was then, I need to slow down. And I need to make sure that I'm a bit more deliberate in the things that I'm doing and I'm enjoying and savoring the things that I'm doing so that I can have that feeling of nostalgia in real time. I know it's not possible because I know you have to look back for nostalgia to be a thing. Uh, but if you figure out what the secret ingredient was to that nostalgia, I think you can manufacture it um,
0: if you try. And It is difficult. It is, surely. But I think there's nostalgia and then it matches sort of fulfillment and contentment in the now and then that's when you look back and it's nostalgia. But what do you think you could, how can I hold you accountable to this slowing down? Yeah, because it's something that c- crops up every couple of episodes. Your your desire to it's, be slower.
1: It is something, and you know what? Part of the practice of me actually living it is to constantly remind myself to do it. Hence, the reason I do it does come up in conversation more because the the world that we live in is designed to bump us along unknowingly and unconsciously. It's a design just to keep nudging us along in the way that whatever be or, uh, powers that be want us to do. Um, unconsciously, so they're just nudging us along by this, spend this think this, do this, work to you day, bye- bye. So all these things are happening un- unknowingly or unconsciously. For me to slow down and be a wee bit more awake and to be a wee bit more switched on, it takes me to remind myself because if I just switch off again, I go back to my old ways of autopilot doing too much. I doing too much going on autopilot, back on social media again. Part of my, the part of me slowing down is no social media. It's, I turn my phone off now every night when I go to bed. That's a a practice that I've started as well. I don't know why, but whenever I get up for a pee in the middle of the night, which I do every night, or one of the kids comes in, I would have checked my phone. I have no need to be checking my phone at 3am. What's happening at 3am? There's nothing to check anyway. I don't have social media. I'm looking at my emails at 3am to see what's happening. It's ridiculous. So, I've sleep. I've slept better since I started turning my phone off at night. My alarm goes off. I figured out how to set my alarm so it'll actually go off. Um, on your week That's for me. So,
0: watch. Huh? On <laughs> <laughs> your week you watch casual watch.
1: But slowing down is everywhere. I, I'm a slow driver. I never move over 58, 59 miles per hour. I set the auto autopilot. I'm a very infuriating man on the road. But... <laughs> That allows me then to listen to more of my audiobook, more of my podcasts. I'm more happy. I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to news. I don't have to listen to all whatever other human being Egypt's are at because they bring me sorrow and pain. So
0: it's nice. Oh, awesome. I love it. I love it. I love hearing about your ability to create those boundaries and just tap in
1: I'm I'm ultimately trying to travel back in time to whenever things were at a much, much slower pace. People didn't seem to. We're,
0: we're like, I like do not atoms. think you're looking back at that because we, we don't really know what it was like whenever you were 30. You can't be a 36 year old in 1990 because you weren't. No. So, do you think maybe it was busy for 36 year olds in 1990? Quite possibly,
1: but I can't imagine it being as busy now because of the, the, the communication networks that we have. It, it, I know
0: we talked about that last week that people yeah. were overwhelmed, but at the same time, like I, I don't know. I must chat to somebody. That was Well, here's the thing. It, the to years. do
1: anything may have been a lot harder. Like, if I wanted to do a project or if I wanted to research something, I might have had to go to the library. I might have had to really search the internet because the, the, the Google search, well, I don't know, Google, was it about 20 years ago? Um,
0: yeah, it was longer than 20 years ago. <laughs> that's I don't know. I... 1990s it's, 33 well, years is it.
1: Well how 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 accessible was it back then to do things so that, yes things might have been easier things might have been still fast paced but i don't think they were as fast paced there and i don't see how they could have been um but yeah it's it's one of those things where you look back and you i to me the secret to nostalgia is to look for clues as to why it makes you feel good and to try and replicate that in, in the day-to-day of your your present moment um I want to look
0: back takes, on this in five years' time and think, "Fuck, why? why is the podcast not as good now?" <laughs> 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 so it was back in. No, well, here we're
1: if bother if that's the case. If it takes sticking on a wee bit of cotton eye Joe, then go for it.
0: You just have my permission to just just rock out with, with cotton eye Joe See, or in the we, kitchen. If we if we do a live one, now it's still up in the air. We haven't got a we haven't got a date confirmed. But no, we're, we're doing
1: it. it. There's no there's no up in the air. But will you wear
0: it. your bootcut jeans? Will you?
1: I don't actually have them anymore. Um, I'm, Shannon made me get rid of them. I gave them to the Ulster American Folk Park. They have them in there somewhere. <laughs> Somebody walking around. One of the TTs and...
0: for the weather <laughs> <to do. laughs> Here I've got a question for you. I have a question for you first because okay, I didn't do okay. I haven't done a question this while. And I know You're not in what I have to say. Am my, but I, I know what you want. I know the topic which you had uh floated for this one and shelved. And it's to do with that. Are beliefs and superstitions the same thing? That's a whole
1: podcast, and I can't wait to get stuck into it. But I want to do more research on it. Um,
0: Well, then, that's all right. You can palm her off, and we'll do a full.
1: No, 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 uh, but I'll answer that question. But no, I want to go deeper into superstitions and where they come from. I want to actually have some research done and see the origins, because, look, things like waving to magpies. I want to see where all that shit came from, and I want to have a talk about it. I used to um,
0: I remember it. What Was it. Yeah. was it? One magpie was good luck and two magpies was bad luck, but if you spit and bless yourself, you're all right. Aye, and it's only bad
1: luck if it's nice standing in front of you, getting spat on. like <laughs> They haven't even seen the fucking mad magpies and they're getting hocked on. Um, I think it's the same thing. Superstitions and belief are the same thing. Superstitions and belief are human beings' ways of making sense of the world around them, the things that they didn't understand maybe in the past. And they've passed it on. And there's a very interesting book called Sapiens, uh, a brief book. It's not
0: not a brief book, though. It's a monster of a book. But that's a meaty book. That is a flaming hot take that you just casually drifted out there that superstitions and beliefs are the same things. Some people's beliefs are going to be hugely challenged by the fact that you've just compared them to spitting and blessing yourself when you see two (laughs) magpies. No, I don't. Mean I'm comparing someone's belief to the superstition,
1: but I think if you go a step above and say the ultimate psychology behind their belief system and a superstition, I know
0: that, but I'm just comparable. I'm just to... I know
1: you're trying to get me in trouble <laughs> with uh religious extremists, I'm gonna have fucking the Bible bashers outside my front door. Um, no, I like ultimate, it comes from the same place. Like, your belief isn't a fact, either it's a superstition, your belief is your belief, it's it's definitionally. It's not a fact. It's a belief. Um, superstition is exactly the same thing. It's a belief that I have about a certain, uh, set of rules around a certain ritual or whatever it is. If that offends you, I don't believe you should be offended. That's my belief. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested. Like, and my, my interest in superstitions and beliefs isn't an argumentative one. It's more of a, an entertaining one. I like, I, I, I look, I was asked this morning, do I believe in ghosts? And I'm a skeptic who will love to believe in ghosts. I don't, but I would love to. My logical brain won't allow me to believe in them, but I would absolutely love to be able to get over that hurdle and say I believe in ghosts. But I don't. Uh, I don't think they're real because um, there's no proof for them.
0: But I would love to. absolutely love to. I'll take you to a haunted house up in the hills of Barra. Is there a haunted bel- house in the hills of Barra? You'll be a believer.
1: I fully believe that anybody lived in a house in Vera feels haunted, but uh, <laughs> it's not because of the reasons that you're purporting and not because there's any ghosts. Uh, it's because Vera is a shithole. Oh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. I just wanted to, I wanted to go too far there for a second. Um,
0: I hope not fighting somebody from Vera. Now. I'm going to call up a few of the seasoned the hard Ireland nuts pro boxers and get you the a hard head nuts. Head no, in not. Yeah, but um, I'm going to find out who it was it's and the Dean, and get them back the <laughs> um
1: my question moving swiftly on um is on the topic of nostalgia if you could relive one day from your past be it for good or bad reasons which one would it be and why so the way i floated this to somebody this morning was would you rather relive a day where you so you could go back and change something that you maybe regret or you, you know now, that you now know if you'd have made a different
0: decision would have ended up better for you, or would you rather go back and relive a day that just brings you pure joy? No, I'd be joy, just pure joy. Any number of days of the first thing I was thinking back till was my honeymoon, which is just three weeks of living the best life possible. So, I'd take any of those days. Then just, I, there's lots of, like, where was the honeymoon? Make us jealous. Where was this honeymoon? Eh, got about a wee bit. Did New York and Miami, St. Lucia and Vegas. Love it. And every single day of it was unbelievable. And I would go back and have another go at any of them. And yeah, any, like, there's a lot of concerts have been there that have been sort of full, full day escapades. I, I, was, I wouldn't go back and change anything. The only, uh, and funny when I was thinking this, I don't know why, but it popped up that you made ask something like this. There's only two things in my whole life that I would change. The first one would be that I would invest in a mentor a lot sooner than I did because I feel like if I had, I had a little business guidance in my mid-twenties, I would be, I would be further on and I would have a lot more put together at this stage. And I would have. The other thing is not to quit jujitsu after my first session when I went to it in New Zealand. But that's it. Like apart from those two things, which you go know, back to me. that.
1: Go back to that first one, and we'll try and use the power of the podcast. What do you feel that you're
0: lacking right now to bring you to where you need to be? I, but that's what in I was about to say. Like, because we've got, I've reached the point now where I've I've done. I did the things that I wish I had done anyway. So, I don't know. I just feel like if I had done them, you know, 10 years previous, maybe we would have got here quicker. So, nothing of note, but I just, uh, I could have maybe skipped a couple of years of, of hard work and hammerings. Hammerings? Yeah. Hard to beat the odd hammering. Competition next Saturday, I'll tell you about it next week.
1: Weeshed. And uh, we've gone up a weight class too. Getting hefty, big lad. Just.
0: 36 years old and then getting by guy. Nah, you're right. Don't put your body through that. Out weight cut crap. Uh, nonsense. Right. That was good. I, I'm nostalgic about when I wet a little bit less. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nostalgic when I had more hair. <laughs> <laughs> right. That'll do. Let's chat is Good luck.